Okay, so we're back for another episode of the 100% Me Podcast. I'm here with the family hanging out. I'm here with, with my guy, Jacob. Hey, what's up? I'm here with Carousel. Say what's up. I'm here with my sister, Veronica. Oh, God. Hey, everybody. So today I basically wanted to discuss motherhood. I'm, I'm sitting here and, you know, I have a lot of special ladies in here. You're not a mother. I'm not, but I, I respect mothers and I respect how hard it is to be a mother. Right, but you're not a mother, JR. Yeah, that's why I'm asking them the questions. Jackie? Oh, and, and we also here with a Tia too. My sister-in-law, say, say hi. Hey, everybody. Hello, hello. Yeah, so so we just go jump right into the conversation. I don't want to... Um, Veronica, you can continue with oh, what you God, were saying. I have, a lot of, I have a lot of thoughts about this from... Exper- oh, wait, no. Yeah, you're, not, you, you, you're, not, you're not a mother. I, I really have a question. Uh, a serious question. Um, what do you ladies do to avoid um, postpartum depression? Because that's something that's very serious, you know. A lot of ladies, they give birth, and then afterwards, they're not feeling like themselves. They probably don't have the support system that you ladies have, you know. So so, so give some advice on what ladies could do to avoid that depression. The thing is, it's not, it's not a... A lot of people think it has to do with um, what you do, but it's really a hormonal imbalance that happens sometimes. It's, sometimes it's something that you cannot avoid. But what I do think is um, we need to do is build support for women who have that because especially in the church they're like oh you just pray about it and everything's gonna be okay and it's like no that's like that is something that is you need help with and sometimes you have to take medication for that and there should be no shame and taking medication for that. No, yeah, like Jackie Hill Perry, she's a famous, um, Jackie Hill Perry, she's a famous uh, speaker, preacher, and she's had, she had her fourth or fifth child, I believe, and she was going through that, and she didn't know what was happening, and she realized that she was having postpartum depression, and, and she went back and forth on whether she should take the medication. Yeah, she went back and forth on whether she should take the medication. And when she finally did, she started to see the difference. And so you have to realize that this is not something that you can always avoid. It's, it's a hormonal chemical imbalance. Like our, our brains have, you know, they have neurons and all that stuff. I can't tell you like exactly what happens. But after your body goes through a change like that, sometimes it affects your your like... I don't want to say it affects your mind, but if something happens to you where it creates an imbalance that you need to address. And so that's why you, what we could do, what we could uh, try to avoid is to watch out for signs. If you realize that now you're feeling so sad, um, you realize that you're harder on yourself usually than, usually than you, sh- you should be. You want to look out for that and also ask people around you uh, to, to say, like, you know, do you think I'm, you know, different? Like, but you know yourself and you should feel uh, that you have the support to, to mention it to someone so that you can and, and mention it to your doctor so you can get the help that you need. Thank you, Veronica. And um, let's see, I had a question for you. Um, if you want, you could double back and you can answer that same question. But in addition, I wanted to ask you um, as a. When a, when a mother just give birth, how, how do you make time for yourself to still 
treat yourself the same way to still pamper yourself to still get your nails done your, your, your hair done to still feel good about yourself so I just wanted you to answer that question and also you could double back and answer the same question that Veronica answered got you so um, it's funny though um, I don't think I don't know if many women do this but I know me personally when I know I'm getting near to the point of my due date I usually about a week or so before the due date I go to pamper myself like one last time so um, Veronica was talking earlier um, about just kind of like the mindset and like just doing stuff um, so I would go to the salon and um, get my hair done or I would go to the salon and get like a mani-pedi and kind of just, you know, do something, one last thing for myself, go take a nice walk somewhere or just do something that I know would bring me happiness, something that I could enjoy before the baby comes. And um, so that way, and I, for me, it's important to have nice toes before I, I deliver. So I love getting a pedicure. If I ever get a pedicure, it's usually like if I'm going to a, maybe an event where I'm going to be showing my toes or if I'm about to give birth soon, I just feel like you just got to have the toes done. So today I'm, all sh- I'm, I'm shamed today because my toes aren't done. Nobody look at me. <laughs> Nobody look at me. <laughs> yeah. I will be getting it done before I give birth, though, and my hair. Mm-hmm. And if I can't, you know, get down there and do it, best believe, oh, you know, my husband will do it for me. He'll, he's very helpful in that way where he'll do whatever I need if I can't put my shoes on he's put my shoes on but um yeah it's all about just doing what you feel like you need to be get done uh being vocal about it um if you need help you know speaking up you know and, and letting people know hey I'm gonna need this um, when, when the baby comes I might need that you know because be a little forward thinking I know it's difficult when people may not have a community that they could rely upon so um that could be challenging but um you know in terms of just how to prepare you just kind of have to have a little plan and if you can try to do something that you could enjoy beforehand during you're kind of like in in the zone you know like you can't expect you kind of do have to take a little bit of a back seat but I think one of the most important things during after when the baby comes is trying to get rest so you know like they always say sleep when the baby sleeps um sometimes try to do stuff like that because you're up at all hours of the night the baby needs to eat every two hours or so so like imagine doing that round the clock Veronica sitting here looking like, oh no. <laughs> Yo, but honestly, I'm about getting back to that because like Joy is five, Pussy is seven. I, know. I did not see myself doing that again. I'm like, I don't even know how I'm going to be able to do that again. Yeah. I, that every two hours thing is no joke. It is. Yeah, and it weighs on you. You know, yeah. it does. Imagine, like, I remember at one point, I was like, I haven't slept more than two hours straight in like, you no, know, X amount of time. Like you do that for a week, for months, years. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's a game changer. So having, if you do have help, take the help. You know, like for me, I'm always worried about like, oh, like I got to have my house, you know, in order before I have company come over. No, like that's what the company's for. They're coming to help me. You know, they're coming to help clean for me. You know, I, I like to clean my own house, but if someone's trying to help, let me take that help, you know, because there's somebody else you out there that, that will take that help. You don't have to ask me twice. You want to come? No, come. Come and clean everything. Thank you. Right, right. So, honestly, um, I didn't even hear the first question that you asked Veronica, but... The first question was... um. Yeah, see, even I kind of... I... <laughs> what can you do for postpartum depression? Yes, 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 yes. I think like what Veronica was saying It's something you can't avoid But one of the best things you could try to be at terms with Is just being real Keeping it real to understand the signs of it Because sometimes, you know, knowing the signs of it And being able to keep it real Like, am I showing these signs? You know, even if you have to go through a little list every so often And if you see that you are falling in line With most of those signs Speak up about it 
let somebody know, somebody close to you, a significant other, a sibling, let someone know that, hey, like, you know, your doctor, I'm, I'm noticing that I'm 8 out of 10 of these things. I'm noticing I'm 10 out of 10 or I'm feeling like this. Like, just speak up about how you're feeling and don't be afraid, you know, to you know, to say, oh man, I, I need help. I'm, I'm, I think I may have postpartum depression. So, um, you know, I think if you can understand the signs, you can spot it, what makes you get treated quicker, you know, and be on a better path. And um, some people are able to, I guess, not have that issue and that's great, but at least you're aware of the signs. And if you, you do see yourself resembling those things, you, you can get treated quicker. That's right, that's right. Thank you to both, of, to both of you ladies. And something that I, that I know that was common that both of you said, you ladies were talking about the support system. Yeah. What advice do you have out there for a lady that might not have a strong support system where it's just, it's just them alone? You know, g g please give some tips on how to help uh, 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 these women who's doing it by themselves. I think there, there are a lot of uh, groups now, especially Facebook groups, uh, moms make it work. We're coming back. We're building. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's a lot of groups out there that even if you can't have a group um, in person, just to be able to have that em emotional support helps. So I would say join a, a group of women that are that you find are like minded like you that are going through motherhood like you in the early stages. And that helps a lot. I actually heard of um. I heard of services that um, they could uh, offer where you actually uh, pay for um, like per like professionals to come to your house and um, do things for you. So, uh, for example, you could um, hire cleaning people to come do the cleaning. They also have uh, people who can help like kind of looking after your children like while you're sleeping around the clock, you know. So obviously it could be looked at as a negative thing. Some people are like, oh, how are you going to have a stranger looking after your child? But again, these are professionals. There's sites where you can hire professionals, nurse care and things of that nature where they can come to your home. And again, these are people that may not have family around. They don't have any options, you know. So if you do have the money, you can plan accordingly to know like, all right, you know, twice a week, I'm going to be able to sleep for a full eight to 10 hours because I'm going to have this service here where someone's going to be able to look after my child while I'm sleeping throughout the nights and, you know, feed them. So there's a few different things out there uh, uh, that what could be done. No, I'll just say, I think that's awesome, um, especially as a new mom. Um, if you don't have that support system, I love what Latia was saying. I think that's very helpful. That, that's great information. We also have another mom here, actually. We have Ciara Boapim here as well. So we got the trio, doctor. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, excuse me. Dr. Ciara Dr. Ciara. I am so sorry. I am, we, got, we got a doctor in the house. And um, to continue that theme of single mothers and um, the services that that's out there for them. Um, Ciara, do you have anything to add on that? How we can help single moms? Um, so, so we're talking about the difficulties of being um, a mother and not having a new mom and not having that support system around you that some don't unfortunately have. Can you add on to some ways that they could be helped or um, anything they could do to alleviate um, the troubles that they may face? Well, first of all, um, 
So I think what I would first do is I would remove the judgment of it being difficult because not everyone feels that way. It's like some people are single by choice, right? Some moms are single by choice because that's what they choose to be. Now, does it? I don't think that we need to place. Dif- I don't think we need to place judgment on someone's choices. So I think we have to be mindful of the words that we use, because what happens is that when we place judgment on people's choices, then we tend to respond to those choices. So if I'm like, you know what? It's difficult for me. Then I'm responding to the difficulty that I'm feeling, or that the label that I'm placed on on it versus um, responding to the choice that I made. That's number one. So I wouldn't put judgment. Secondly, I think that as a mom, as a single mom, as a married mom, whatever, that you do what you you do what's best. You do what's best for you in that moment, and that might look different for me, and which might look different from someone else, and that's okay. You know, you have to do what you feel is best for you in that moment. There's no handbook to being a parent. There's no handbook to being a mom. But at the end of the day, every day we make choices for what we feel is right in that moment what we feel is the right thing to do in that moment is it good or bad there's no judgment you know i'm doing what i feel is best for me in this moment and for what i think my kid needs in this moment and that's my choice period that's all i have to say that's, that's a very, see, excuse me for the ignorance you see you learn something every day but there's the judgment again it's not ignorant well i didn't know the information of um adding the difficulty and what might it look like to have conversations without judgment and to just focus on just the words that we use without placing any judgment. So it's not ignorant. We're just having a dialogue. Valid point. I will not say use those judgment anymore. <laughs> the judgment will be taken away yeah, from my judgment-free zone. Exactly. Judgment-free zone. Judgment-free zone. Let's just have a conversation without oh, judgment. Hey, by the way, what? Great job. Great job. So, so Ruben, do you have any more to add? Any? So... Yes, I do. Yes, yes. This is a family setting, so, so you know, I have the family here. So, the question that I wanted to ask to you, ladies, is how do you how do you balance being a mother with with your personal life? Whereas, you know, a lot of the times, you know, it's a mother. She's paying so much attention to the child, where she's losing. She's she's kind of losing herself, you know. So, how do you balance being a mother but still maintaining? Um, still maintaining your personal life and still uh, achieving all your goals that you want to achieve. So, does anybody want to start off? All right, so we're going to Sierra. Excuse me, doctor. Um, my, my bad, doctor, doctor. Yeah, put some respect on on her name. My bad. I think I'll just continue with the with on the path of choices because at the end of the day, right? We always make a choice. I think I think at the end of the day, we have to. I think sometimes it can be. It can be a balance, and it's just that. We have to choose. Do I choose to get some sleep? Oh, do I choose to get some sleep? Or do I choose to um, change this diaper or pay attention to my child? Like, whatever the choice is in that moment, I have to, you know, make a choice. And again, the choice that I feel is right for me in that moment. But I feel as, as far as balancing, like, motherhood versus personal, I think it's just that. It's a balance, right? And it's like, well, I think sometimes we have to get to the point where we have to honestly choose to accept the situations that we're in as well or our role as parents as well and i think sometimes i can't speak for everyone i can speak for myself sometimes i'm like yo i'm a whole mom i had so many things i want to do like i just want to get up and leave i want to get up and do this i want to get up and do that but i had to accept the radically honestly accept the fact that i can't just do whatever it is that i want to do in this moment 
and the time will come when I'm able to do that. And so I think that one thing we have to get to the point where it is recognizing that two like two opposing thoughts can exist at the same time like yes i'm a mom and i'm also not able to just up and go as i want what's my balanced thought like what's the what's a more balanced or, or grounded way to look at the situation so that i can honestly accept my life for what it is in this moment to free up energy to move forward whatever that looks like for me again in the moment when it comes to making the choice that i feel is best for me it's balance and on that note, I think I'll give it to V because she's all about balance. <laughs> uh, quick note, I just want to say that Kala actually has a song about balance, so check him out. Yeah, yeah, I, I just had to add that promotion. Here, here you go, Vivian. You know what's so funny is that my show was called Balance, right? My show was called Balance. Um, but it was it was called balance a new mindset for moms just because i realized that there's no balance in motherhood like you have to everybody's balance looks different you have to create your own balance so like what the doctor was saying like you have to do what works for you so what i realized is uh, one question that will come up is like as women as moms can we always can we have it all like can we truly have it all and my answer is yes but not at the same time it's going gonna, it's gonna to look different. So maybe like right now, I'm caring for my kids at a young age. And so I cannot pursue, I cannot pursue that, um, you know, maybe that traveling career that I want, you know. But I could keep it, I could keep it at bay and not lose sight of what I've always wanted to do. But realize that at the time, at the right time, it will come together. And it's very important for us to keep on talking about our dreams. Like, that's one thing I always say. Like, don't lose sight of your dreams. And they may change, but don't lose sight of your dreams just because you're a mom. Because the same way that we tell our children that they could go ahead and do anything they want, they could soar for the stars. If they don't see us doing it, then it's like, you know, what example are we giving them? But if, we, if they see us striving for that, and, and seeing like, okay, yeah, it was a struggle for mom, but like, you know what? She kept on doing it. Like with our own mom, right? Mommy's talked about going to school and getting her diploma for years. And finally, at the right moment when she felt we were all at the appropriate age, that's exactly what she did. And she surpassed all of us. She got not only her BA, but she got her master's, you know? So that was an example. So it's like, that's what you have to do. Don't lose sight of your dreams. Make sure that you're creating your own balance and don't compare yourself to others. Like that's another thing. Like do not compare yourself to others because don't, exactly yeah because social media does not help with that and when we're looking at everybody's timeline and you see these moms there's this one meme that this woman is standing um at her window and she's watching her neighbor it's like 12 o'clock and her neighbor has created so many activities for the kids and she was like i just got the breakfast just now you know what i'm saying it's like you gotta do what you can do all right great good for that mom who's able to do those activities that's not my strong point i thought i was gonna be an arts and crafts but i'm not an arts and crafts mom but one thing I can do, I could read you a good book, right? I love books, right? We could, we could watch a movie together and discuss it. Like, you know what I mean? We, I could teach you a good devotional. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to go with what your strong points are and give those to your children. And then let them also see your personality. Don't lose sight of who you are so that they could really know who you are. 
and we'll be Latia's on the way. So, uh, uh, Jacob, uh, Jay, you want us to ask a question? Okay. I have a lot of questions. I'm full of questions. So, um, I had a question about dreams. You mentioned dreams. Uh, you mentioned dreams, and you mentioned you could have it all. And I'd like to know. Not at the. Ex- explain that. That's my point. Oh, that's what I was saying. I was like, I think you can have it all, but not all at the same time. Because, I mean, kids come into your life and they change things. You know, it's, it's an awesome experience being a mom. But the reality is, is that they change things. And so um, maybe I thought that I would be able to, you know, write a book. Um, but then now I have a young child that I have to tend to. So, all right, you know what? I do still want to write this book. And at the right time, I'm going to write this book. Maybe when they're a little bit older and they're a little more situated, then I could dedicate some more time to writing the book. But with a newborn, let's be realistic. That's probably not going to happen. Now somebody may be able to do it, but you have to know your boundaries. You have to know what you can do. So don't like, that's what I was saying. Don't lose sight of what you want to do. Always keep it at bay. And sometimes that timeline, that vision board is going to change, but you always go back to it. Latia, can you wrap us up? Um, yeah, I think uh, Dr. Osebo Pim and V did a great job with uh, kind of sharing their insight on um, so just some perspectives and some good uh, you know, nuggets to take with us. Um, the CEO of Moms Make It Work once said, you have the freedom to put yourself first. Um, her name is Veronica Guiti. Um, wait a minute, that's, that's V. Wait, ladies and gentlemen, she's here. Guys, we are with the CEO of Moms Make It Work. I don't know if you've been aware. We are in the presence of greatness, guys. We got doctors in the house. Carla got doctors. We got CEOs in the house. Um, I really like that, that concept of um, having the freedom to put yourself first. Now, you have to take that with a grain of salt, obviously, because, you know, Carla's asking, how do you balance motherhood and having, you know, children or a newborn? But um, honestly, there's a time and place for everything, right? You know, if you imagine you have a newborn, you can't just decide, I have the freedom to put myself first. Cry, baby. I'm going to do this. No, you know, you, you kind of have to fall in line at certain times. I think there's a time and place for a lot of different things. And, um, you know, when you have a newborn, you're kind of locked in for a little bit. The newborn is very dependent on the mom, um, you know, for uh, that period of, that they're, of their, you know, new, new birth and being in the, on this world. So, um, you know, at that time, you're kind of locked in and you have to kind of accept that and play your part, do your role. Now, later on in life, you know, maybe even three months down the line or whatever that is, you may decide, you know what? I kind of need this right now. I have the means to have support to allow this to happen. I'm going to have a couple of hours to myself to just do whatever, you know, wash my hair, go out for a walk or whatever it is that you want to do. Um, you go ahead and make that time to do it. So I think there's a lot of uh, speaking up for what you need, planning for these things and kind of just having that so you can do what you need to do and put yourself first. But, you know, with a grain of salt, I remember there was a time where I just wanted to have an uninterrupted shower. <laughs> something simple. It sounds like, what? What are you talking about? No, that's something that moms sometimes desire. Just uninterrupted showers. About phantom cries. Phantom, phantom cries. cries. While you're trying to take the shower, you think you're hearing your child cry, come out the shower dripping, and they are knocked out. Rushing out of the shower. You're like, this baby's so Sometimes you just want to have mindless showers. You know what I mean? So um, I remember when there was a time where I just wanted to 
just be in there for however long. I wanted to do everything. I wanted to do my wash my hair and just listen to music and just I, I think I was in there for like almost an hour and a half. I was just mindlessly being there, but the kids weren't out there the whole time by themselves. You know, I had someone there to watch them. Uh, there was a time where I wanted to catch up with a friend. And you know, again, like you just kind of schedule the things that you want. We have the freedom to put ourselves first, but there's a time and place for everything, you know. So I, with that being said, um, I think to balance that as a mother and um, some some traffic going on over here. I hope y'all can hear us, but uh, we're keeping it real out here on this beautiful Fourth of July Eve. Um, yeah, so yeah, we have the freedom to put ourselves first. Take that with a grain of salt. Speak up. For what you want and need and plan accordingly. That's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so um, balance. Balance is something that's very big. And in having balance, <clears throat> something that's very important is setting a schedule. You know, and I understand as, as, a, as a mother with a newborn, you may set a schedule sometimes, but it may be hard to stick to the schedule because you may say, at from two to three, I'm going to focus and read this book, but you're unable to because the baby's starting to make noise or the, the baby want to eat. So can you just talk about how important is scheduling? And even when you get off your schedule, how can you bounce back to achieve your goals? I'll just say, like I always say, give yourself grace. Like God extends his grace every day. And it's really just about that. Like things change, but it's like, you know what? Everything is going to be fine. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just say like, put you can put your schedule together. Know that it can change. And if it does change, it's okay. And hit that reset button. That reset button is very crucial for me. Yes. We're gonna, tomorrow's always a new day. Yes. Thank you, Veronica. I agree with what B said. That is, you always have to give yourself grace, but you always have, to, I would say always like, um, <laughs> challenge yourself also to live in the moment and recognize, <laughs> challenge yourself to live in a moment and recognize that, you know, ask yourself, you know, just for today, what are my top three things? Like, what am I going to do just for today? Right? Just for right now, just for this moment. And I would even go further to say, what is it that I need in this moment? And the reality is that we have to go back down to this idea of values and, you know, what might it look like to value flexibility? You know, adding that to our life, right? Because things don't they just don't go according to plan and so what might it look like to be flexible or what might it look like to be mindful in this moment so just in this moment i know v and i used to do this a lot we were like yo let's just go get matches let's just let's go to the store and just take uh, slow strolls down the aisle and so what is it that you need in that moment yeah what is it that you need in that moment and what might it look like to be flexible with your schedule and what might it look like to offer yourself some grace because things are not Things are not perfect, you know, and whatever, and what, you know, you may gently challenge what it means to even be perfect or to, you know, complete a task. Maybe a task doesn't mean doing everything on my list. It means, OK, I'm going to do three things, you know, and even if, even if it's just one and sort of back to that idea of radical acceptance. And that is accepting the fact that just for today, I did one assignment or one task or I read one page in that book and congratulating yourself in that moment for just that. You know, so what might it look like for us to start to reward ourselves for little achievements or redefine what achievement or tasks or schedules look like and what might it look like for us to start to be flexible so that we can free up energy to 
put into things that we love or things that we enjoy. That's great, great stuff, great stuff, guys. Um, before we end, um, we also want to say that um, you guys are great mothers. You guys are also great wives, great schedulers, but you're also wives in the process of being great mothers. So how do you all make time to balance while being, while producing this seed into the world, taking care of a kid and also being a wife? How do you all balance that in the process of bringing a newborn into the world? Uh, I'll start with you, Veronica. Um, I think it's just about like uh, communication and it's just um, letting your spouse know what you need and what you and what support you need from them because a lot of times uh, we feel like we're women that could do it all and you have to let your spouse know like no I need your help here you know what I'm saying so I think um, just um, constant communication because things will change so just constant communication of maybe what that's going to look like and just keep on revisiting that conversation and just being open that's really good veronica um i think i'll add to that um i think it's important to schedule stuff sometimes when things are really busy if you're not uh super intentional um trying to schedule in things sometimes they just don't happen because you're just so flexible with you know kids 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 or putting anything else first that you forget, like, hey, like, what about me and my, my, my significant other? What about us, you know? So I know for Emmanuel and I, sometimes we have to just put in blocks of time for us to just, you know, sit, just not even to like watch a movie or anything like that, but just to talk and catch up with each other, you know? And, and we could do that for sometimes for hours. I'm like, oh my God, this is awesome. You know, this is better than any date we could ever go on. But um, speaking of dates, even scheduling time to go on dates, you know, hey, let's do every first weekend of the month is our time, you know, or whatever it is. Like you schedule whatever it is that you want to do consistently. And then when you look back, you can say, wow, we've been able to do this on a consistent basis or vice versa. See the, the, the um, what you have not been able to do consistently. So I think it's good to look back and reflect and I think it's also important to come together and kind of analyze what you have been doing or have not been doing, you know, to kind of see, like, is there something we can do better so that we can have the time for us that we want? Um, or, yeah, you know what, we've been doing a good job with that, you know? So I think just re having time to reflect and, and plan with each other, uh, that helps out a lot. <laughs> I just want to add to what V and Latia said. I agree with Veronica that communication is important. I agree with Latia that that um, scheduling is important, but I'll be 100% honest with y'all. That online stuff is good, but at the end of the day, it is a challenge, <laughs> point blank, period. And that is the honest truth. And not that communication is not truthful, not that scheduling is not truthful, but it is a challenge. And it's just that, a balance. And it's also a choice. So I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. So that's all I got to say. And I think that's another thing too. I think, and I think that's okay. I think every day, I think, I think it's okay to admit that, you know what? Every day is a new day and I, I'm figuring it out as I go along. That's all we can do. What would you say is the biggest challenge of, um, I guess, scheduling the time? Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. I don't know if y'all was able to get that. I was just asking Dr. Osepa-Pim, what is the challenge um, from your perspective uh, regarding, I guess, scheduling time or having time with a significant other after a baby or, you know, children come into the picture. What do you find to be most challenging? 
light. I mean, <laughs> the like scheduling sometimes can be like when you have because we're dealing with two people, two different personalities, two agendas, two desires, um, and then coming together as as one like that can that in itself can be challenging. We just especially if you have two people that are working or maybe one person is not working, the other person is working. Maybe one person still trying to find themselves. Whatever it is, like it's not. It's not always the easiest thing. And it's also not always the hardest thing. Again, I'm not putting judgment, right? We're not putting judgment. At the end of the day, you have to do what works for you. And for me, personally, I'm still trying to figure it out. Still trying to figure out what that looks like and balance. And I think that's okay. And I think every day we, every day I think we, again, make a choice. And I think every day we choose. And I think every day um, we find out what works. And that's another thing, I guess, when it comes to the schedule and this whole balancing is that you may put a schedule or time or something in place and you may find you know what the schedule i put in place i actually didn't work for me it's okay to be flexible with that and tweak it until you figure out what what works and i think that um that's what balance is is trying to figure out what works for you because what worked yesterday it might not work today and that's okay you know let's figure it out let's go to the table and let's figure out what works for the both of us so that's what i have to say I want to thank, first of all, I want to thank you all just for being a part of this episode. And I just really appreciate and I hope the listeners get a chance to take some of the advice that you ladies were given and apply it to their regular lives. Isn't it? It's, it's, like we in the backyard, so that, 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 that's my nephews, my nieces. But <clears throat> being a mother and having a newborn is not a, an easy process at all, so... You know, just continue to take everything step by step and, you know, um, to just apply all the words that was taken today. So, um, once again, my name is, is Ruben. You could call me Kyla. Um, everybody's going to say their name now. My Instagram is D-O-N underscore C-O-L-L-A. D-O-N underscore C-O-L-L-A. Another episode will be coming soon. But everybody's going to say their name. Go ahead. Um, I'm his partner in crime. Jacob Oseboapem underscore, I think Oseboapem. I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. But I know it's J A C O B O S E I B U A P I M. Thank you, Ruben, for having me on. And uh, my name is Latia. I'm, uh, it's uh, a pleasure to be on your show, Kyla. And um, I hope to be on future episodes to discuss other topics. I think you talk about some good stuff, sports, and now you can add motherhood to that. So that's awesome. Appreciate it. Hope you all enjoyed. I'm Dr. Sierra Osei-Pwapim. Kala, thank you for the invite. I mean, I just felt, I just came to sit down and just shoot the breeze. I didn't realize I was going to be, I didn't realize I was going to be speaking. So I do hope that um, something that was said was helpful. Jacob, thank you so much for the invite. Latia, it was great to just have this dialogue with you as well. And Veronica, um, who's the CEO of Moms Make It Work. It's great to be amongst um kings and queens right now um and just women of virtue and honor i always appreciate and i think that's always what we should see ourselves at as far as socials i'm on social media but i'm really not on social media so yeah um but happy to be part of this conversation so thank you y'all want to catch me on social media catch me in the park Catch me in the, in the social environment. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, you heard it. Park near you. <laughs> you heard it. You heard it. And Veronica stepped out, but uh, watch out for um, my mom's make it work. And um, I'm going to holler at y'all next time. Peace. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't finished yet. Grace and Lamb 2. Check out the new collection. Um, yeah. It'll be at you soon. Follow Grace and Lamb on social media. That's G-R-A-C-E-A-N-D-L-A-M-B. Grace and Lamb. Check out their clothing and subscribe. Yes, yes, yes. See you next time.